Welcome to Parenting with Vanessa Clones podcast. Today's topic is going to be about gratitude and just things that you, the silver linings that just happen to show up randomly, <laughs> random times, and you're like, ah! So a month ago I fell, and I'm. if you follow my TikTok, my social media, you'll see me complaining about certain things, but a lot of silver linings there. I walked into a school, there was water on the, on the floor, and I just slipped, fell right on my knee, and it just wouldn't like all the way to the right. I don't know. It was a disaster on so many levels. And then I couldn't get up. And it was like 20 minutes because they actually went to the daycare, not the actual elementary school. That was across the street. So I was on the floor, you know, ended up meeting the head of school, which was great. He was awesome. And, you know, just cracking a lot of jokes because that's what I do when I'm in a crisis situation and um, on the floor for like 20 minutes. And I don't know what was worse, you know, getting carried out or just, I don't know, the fault. But what ended up coming through all this is that, Next door, they're, they're doing Shabbat, and one of my families was there, so they were able to get my car and, like, help me out, and so pick me up at the hospital. I mean, these are my clients, par- um, kids and my parents and my school. I mean, it's just a huge community of people that just rallied and, like, really came in to support me, and I, I got to tell you, like, I have a really hard time asking for help. Like, I just can't move. So by the time I got home, like four to six weeks, I'm on crutches. You might have a fracture. There might be other things. I don't even know. So it took another five days to go to the doctor again. I did another set of x-rays because of course, when they told me that Kaiser, you know, was full, (laughs) I'm like going to get in. I was like, what do you mean? So they took me somewhere else. So I, I, I went back to Kaiser And come to find out, it's just a dislocation. I just have to rest. My mom came out. It was great. But, I mean, people were in and out. One dad, like, fixed my shower head, so it extends. You know, I mean, things that, like, you don't think. I mean, shoes I had to look at, like, getting ones with no laces. Uh, Food. I couldn't walk or do anything, and I just had to sit and rest. And friends were coming in and out with food. It was just, I don't know. And the the kids at my school – you know, I, there's there's something about building a community where everybody feels part of something. So I had kids coming over here helping me. Um, some of them would bring me dinner and we'd have dinner together. And it was just a really nice, ex- nice way of like reconnecting and doing things because I couldn't go to the school. And understand like when your job is always to be on the floor playing with kids and you can't even get on the floor, like I don't even know how I would get up. <laughs> like, if I got on the floor, it would be a disaster. So there's all these amazing silver linings. And I have to tell you, some of our kids, you know, do have emotional regulation issues at times and they go up and down. But I have seen these kids show up for me in ways that, you know, the sense, I always say my kids are like little angels. They're super sensitive on the inside and they're just misunderstood. And they showed up on so many levels of just caring and being so supportive. And, you know, there was a lot of parents asking me how I was doing because kids kept you know, asking nonstop. So I, of course, let children into my home because if they're curious, I don't, you know, people, I don't realize that when children are nervous about something or anxious, their mind goes a hundred miles an hour into one direction. Right. And, and then they can't express themselves and then their anxiety gets in. And then it's almost like their thoughts start to take over their mind. And then you have behaviors, like behaviors happen when a kid is feeling anxious. And then imagine like their teacher who is also the head of the school and who does everything. And like, I'm pretty much the mama bear in the school and I'll just put it that way. You know, it's my behavior plan. It's, that's how we're going to do things. If there is a strong, like there's a strong consequence that's going to come from me or also the person that is with, but there's just a lot of things. Like even in the ambulance, I had one of the guy, I had the guy, (laughs) the 
paramedic call the school to talk to one of my kids because like I know my kids' anxieties are gonna increase. So I mean these are the things that like I want to have an open door conversation all the time and just have be just honest with everybody about hey, this is what's going on, especially children. You know, I think people try to hide things from kids and then guess what happens? Their anxiety takes over. So also during this process, I got a, a I got an email from this uh, this media company and you know Blossom um, is it is it wood or wool I don't, I'm like let me go back to this because I'm like I do not want to do that like you know and Blossom and Wood Media there's, which is the Chinese branch and the, I got it for like this amazing app actually which I actually love which is Placey which is P L A Y S E E right and they look at you know, but like you could do posts of your favorite places to go in San Francisco or different cities like around the world. And it's all your favorite spots. And so I did one on great activities for parents. Cause you know what? It's been so rainy and as an educator and teacher, I got to get the kids out physically doing things. So I was able to come up with this video from, for the kids ice skating, which was a great thing, but I just absolutely loved working with Sabrina. And I have to tell you, talk about, you know, there is, you, normally when I do, I get these contracts, there's something really t- small, it's like a quick little video clips, but, you know, they, they had some details that they wanted, and with my dyslexia, my processing, I was like, I don't know, <laughs> I guess I misread a couple of the emails at the beginning, but Serena was very, you know, hands-on with me in the sense of, like, okay, breaking things down, and I don't even think she realized how much she was actually helping me and teaching me on just, like, simple apps and just you know, having to fit in like what apps are really good on this. I mean, I felt like, you know, they, they contracted out with me. I should be able to like come up with something, but the amount of like editing things that I've like, haven't really done. Cause normally I just do a video, I post it and that's it. Like I'm not one, like I'm not going to hire someone to do my videos. Cause at the same time, like I I'm looking at the movement and, and getting the moment with a child. Right. So, and then I post that. But I got to tell you, I really enjoyed working with her and I really love this app. So this is also what I wanted to talk about this podcast is that when the community comes together and also working with women and who women that are supporting other women and then my families, and I'm not even just talking about all women, but I have a really hard time asking for help. And the fact that everybody just kind of showed up on the business side, on a personal side, uh, on so many different levels as I'm sitting here on the couch for the last month and beyond grateful. And my kids have... I got to tell you, we went to the museum, <laughs> we went to the Academy of Science, which mind you is another thing that like place you can have, you know, you could, you could talk about what, what are great places for kids that are free. And that's, this is a great way for this app to actually help. <laughs> and by the way, they're not, they're not, this is not a promotion on anything else. This is just because I actually like the app and I think it's great for parents who want, you know, and also a lot of people don't want to read a lot of things. So the videos do really well and it's quick and easy and you can make comments and everything else. So I was in a wheelchair and, you know, my kids were also fighting over who's going to push me around. But I got to tell you the amount of like being sensitive and really helping me and doing it. And there's a clip on my brace where, so if I can bend it a little bit more and I told one of my kids, I go, don't, don't let me <laughs> remind me that this clip is loose. Like I need to lock my brace when I get up or I could actually fall <laughs> if I'm not just cause how the wheelchair was done. And all of a sudden, like I'm about to get up and he's like, no. And I'm like, no, I locked the wheelchair. He's like, no, you have to lock your brace. And I got to just tell you, that was like the sweetest moment. And I'm like, how come he can remember that, but he can't? And he fights me on, you know, doing a math worksheet. Or he forgets that I'm asking him to do an assignment, but he remembered. 
You know, I want to make sure that I keep Vanessa safe and I want to make sure that like, uh, she, she put me in charge of her safety in a way and they, they did it. And you know, this injury has brought the community together. It has brought, you know, me zooming in with the kids. I can't get on the floor. I've had a couple of ups and downs, like mentally. I'm just like sitting on my couch and just feeling like, oh, is this over yet? But at the same time, like people coming in out of my house and, you know, seeing my kids actually work through this and then also letting my team, you know, show me, like pretty much show me and teach me that like they can do it without me. <laughs> <laughs> which is, I, you know, you hire the right people and you train them and, and, and I'm super protective of my team and my, my families, but to see all this happening in front of me is amazing. And now I've been able to do a lot more PR things. So we have a self-care journal, of, um, you know, teaching with your heart for, for teachers. And then I'm also working with a def, another school districts. I'm bringing my social emotional learning program, the three R's out, right? So how do we teach the, and like this whole process has made me really reevaluate how to teach social emotional learning, how to take my program to another level and also add more things to the program in the sense of how I'm seeing my kids react and how they're helping me take care. They're helping taking care of me on the physical level, <clears throat> which is also teaching them the social emotional learning of, you know, it's not always about you. <laughs> and I do tell, you know, I might be the mean one, but I do tell kids that, you know, they're not that important in a way because like we're, we're all in this together right? It's not always about you. It's about how you come to, how you come together as a community. How do you show up for other people? Kindness is going to get you further. And, and that's what I really hope when I, you know, what I'm teaching is that kindness is where you are going to grow. And when you have an injury and you have a child that is seeing someone that is sick or they hurt like their knee or something physical, um, or just really struggling. I think the biggest thing is communication and opening up and talking to them about exactly what's going on because that's when you're going to see the anxiety increase. That's when you're going to see a child start to act out. And then everybody thinks, oh, my child can't handle it. Oh, my gosh, it's you that can't handle the conversation. So, you know, I remember going to see a therapist because I was going to get my, um, I was in my MFT program. And, and I remember going to my therapist and she's like, I don't think you're ready for this. And I just fired her. <laughs> I actually fired most therapists. Um, cause I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. And if I know what you're going to say before I'm going to say it, then, you know, I, I, I just choose a different route. So more on the spiritual yoga side and like that piece. But I remember the therapist telling me you're not ready. I'm like, who, who do you think you are? Right. And it's no, you're not ready to go there with me. Okay. So it's about really being open and communicating to your kids about like what is going on, understanding that, that, that anxiety and children go into like, control, you know, what, what's going on here? Asking questions over and over. Are they going to be okay? Um, what time are we leaving? Uh, over and over it's this repetition. And that's when you're going to start to see that other things are going on. So those are the signs you want to look for. Now, if you're in being able to, to teach and talk to them like, okay, you know what, today I'm not having the best day. I'm in a little bit of pain, so I can't come in. I had a kid call me. Oh my gosh, of course, on top of it, let's just make this worse. The people above us at our school, there's apartments above where my school is. My mom's calling me every day, which is very nice now. And um, of course, they, they put in a washer and dryer. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> it leaked all the way down into our floors and everything else. So this is what I'm doing. I'm on the on Monday. 
I, and I'm like, my knee's hurting. I'm not going in. And the kid calls me. He's like, I don't think the kids, I don't think the teachers can handle this. I go, what do you mean the teachers can handle this? In my head, I'm like, I'm not going in. He's like, I don't know, Vanessa. This is just a lot because we've lost two rooms. Now we're downsizing the school. And I said, you know what? You have to give the teachers credit. And also, what are you going to do to make it easier for the community? We're all about this, doing this together. I go, so can you try and listen a little bit? He's like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll try. I'll try to have a good day. You know he's going to try all day long and then tomorrow is going to be, you know, might be a little bit, a lot harder because he held it together for one day. A lot of times when kids hold it together for a little bit longer, they have to explode, which I'm like just waiting for the explosion, which is fine too. And it's, but at least the, there's an awareness, right? I'm, I'm letting him have the choice of like, are you going to help? How are you going to help? How are you going to help the community as, cause I can't do this. If we're going to go to the museum, I, I mean, I can't, I need some help put being pushed. You know, these are things you want to, you want the child to feel like they have some control in their lives and be, that they are able to make the right choices themselves versus saying, okay, you're going to listen, right? No, we're going to try to listen today. How do you think you can do it? Do you think you can do it until lunch at least? Think about the difference, right? And then at lunch, I'm like, wow, you did a really good job listening. Do you want to lose it now or do you want to go keep going the rest of the day? Those are my interventions. That's how I talk to my kids. That's what I'm going to say. So do you think you're gonna, you can handle it? These are the things you want to think about and how you're approaching children and the language that you're doing. And as someone who is injured and I can't play and I can't be there the way that I 100% or 110% that I am normally for these kids... I'm like, I need them to come and meet me halfway. And this was a good learning opportunity for me to grow as an educator and say, you know what? This is me letting people help me. This is me um, having the kids help me and understanding that this is a two-way street. This is both of us coming together and growing and understanding that like, okay, you know what? When that kid said, you're going to fall if you get up, Vanessa, I'm like, oh, he's right. But how good did he feel about himself that he helped me? he's not thinking, he's not going home thinking like something else is going to happen to me. He's like, well, we've had this conversation. We know what's going on. Um, everything is back on, tr- like on some level back on track. She's going to be, you know, back. We have next week off, thank goodness. So I can actually heal, but I'm actually working at another preschool all next week. Cause this is what I do, but hope you enjoy this podcast. And I just want to say that for the people that have come around my families, all of my families and, you know, Sabrina, for making it, you know, so nice to work with and understanding that she did help me with (laughs) some of the video editing and on that piece and just teaching me and and how much I really appreciated that and what a great working experience it was for me and that I do actually really enjoy this app, Placey, P-L-A-Y-S-E-E. I am going to start doing videos of places where I take the kids and other things like that, some that are are free because I think it's also really important that not everybody can afford all these museums. I mean, I can't believe the cost of some of this stuff. <laughs> so the first Tuesday of the month, museums don't cost anything if you live in San Francisco. So those are things that it'd be great to share. <laughs> all right, well, listen, thanks for listening and stay tuned for more.